Welcome back for Minute 20. I'm Brian. I'm Wolf. And this is X-Men. It's the podcast that goes and breaks down the longest-running superhero franchise at the moment, time-wise, uh, without a reboot, X-Men. And we are in Minute 20 of the year 2000 film, X-Men. God, i got to figure out a different way to say that. Just trying to differentiate it from the rest of the franchise since it doesn't have a subtitle or number. But, uh, Wolf, what happened in this minute? Yeah, so uh, it's right after the crash. Uh, Logan gets up, and we start to, and he's, like, moving his neck around, you know, make, getting everything back in place, and we can hear the crunching. Oh. Yeah, you know, the crunching of the uh, the neck bones, and, and his head gash is healing. And it's like Anna Peck, when we see her facial expression, it's like, you know, I'm not sure if she's like mesmerized by his healing or she's like, I'm about to die in a fire. So you know, that's, yes, that's there's, pretty there's interesting. Definitely like some music cues kind of behind it, I believe. Yeah, it's yeah. it's more on the, if there is a side of this score, the magical side, at least in terms of my reaction. But I love that he's just like, yeah, the, the little... That little pain on my forehead's going away. And he goes, you all right? But he has to say it twice because she's in shock. Kid, are you all right? I'm stuck. And now we've established mm-hmm. that. And as he starts to go over to get her, he sees that oh, yeah. the tree has been ripped from yeah. its bottom. But yeah. Yeah, so it's like you know, the, the, the tree perfectly snapped like that, you know, sort of gives away. It wasn't random, you know what I mean? It wasn't like uh, just... And this will um, sound bad, but it's young wood. <laughs> oh. Like, you know, you can see it's not rotting or whatever. Yeah. It looks like it's been torn. Yeah. Like, uh, then he's like looking up in the trees. He starts to smell around, you know, he smells... Uh, whatever or whoever he smells might sound, might smell familiar. You know, but we'll we'll find out next time about that. But um, he yeah, smells he might something. Not remember who? But yeah, but he knows that he knows that stink anywhere. I would imagine. And uh, fun fact: uh, it's not a fun movie at all. It's horrible. Don't go watch this movie. But playing with fire, with John Cena and uh, oh, what's the guy's name? bunch of people you recognize but there's this one silent character in the film who's shaved bald and i swear until even after seeing the movie up until the moment i had to tag people on instagram uh my instagram review of it at movies are dope i thought it was hugo weaving Mm. but it was this guy playing Sabretooth. (laughs) Oh, it was oh, it was yeah. this. Uh, it was this guy. Yeah, oh, that, wow. that movie is a thankless movie for everyone involved, and it has so much talent that deserves so much better. Um, mm-hmm. From Fran- movies like uh, Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet, uh, yeah. Moulin Rouge, uh, John Cena, who's going to be an F nine, uh, Key from Key and Peele. Uh, mm-hmm. Just, I'm blanking. Uh, the Negasonic Teenage Warhead from the Deadpool movies. She's oh, in it. Yeah. She does good. But, 
But that movie is just, you just watch any clip and you're just like, you asked them to do that. There's so much more so than that. Is, so is Baz Luhrmann directing that, that film you're talking about or no? No. no oh, no. Okay. This is like okay. uh, John Cena's version of, like, you know how Vin Diesel did The Past Fire and uh, Dwayne Johnson did Tooth Fairy? Yeah. Before they actually like. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Good career. Yeah, it was the uh, the Goofy Fireman movie. Yeah, this yeah. is that movie along that trajectory. Except I've seen Tooth Fairy, and that's a decent kids movie. This mm-hmm. is horrendous. You just look at it and you're like, <laughs> "You had them do what? God, they must have felt so sh- much shame." And you better tell me you paid them well. Because right. all these actors, it's just... There were like three good scenes in the whole movie. <laughs> like, I could count them as I was yeah. watching it. And, you know, my, I saw it with my daughter. I told her that was the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> and she's like... I, and now, you know, of course, she's like, no, it's the best yeah. movie. <laughs> right. But, um, it should win the I, Academy I, Award. <laughs> yeah. And I don't even know what that is. But, sorry. <laughs> after he sees the hint of the broken wood he starts sniffing we get Mm. that as a possible explanation why he found her uh even though we get a thud and he gets his claw out rogue knows something's going on he even looks in the direction of Sabretooth before he busts through the snow in a flurry and Mm -hmm. uh i love that he throws him such good aim at the one tree standing there uh, away from all its tree buddies, just and then a lone I meant tree. to ask you. Well, hmm. first he's he's knocked out, and I've, oh, Sabretooth bats him like a baseball, and he hmm. lands on the hood, and actually passes out because his claws go away. Do you think? What kind of gas do you think that is? Do you think that's propane? Maybe for some grilling, because the fire yeah, is I'd getting say. around this tank. In the back. Yeah, I'd say it was propane. I mean, I don't know much about, like, natural gases or whatever, but that kind of tank, I've seen that at the hardware store, and, you know, we used to get them for, for our grill. So if I had to guess, I'd say it was propane. Yeah. Um, or liquid I mean, nitrogen. No. <laughs> I love how she's yanking on her seatbelt, because from what I can tell, well, one, it looks like... Does she have her gloves back on? I can't tell. Probably not. No? No, it looks like there's some stitching. She has her gloves back on. I forgot if she put them back on, but it looks like there's also a button in the middle that she's not even trying to press. Dude, (laughs) that, like, that's the part I was talking about that upset me this entire time from the year 2000 until now. It's like, in so many movies... When someone is like, you know, in a car accident or something, instead of pressing the button, they just yank, they just yank on the thing. And I'm just like, at least try to press it. I mean, like if they were to try to press the button and it wouldn't work, then I'd be like, oh crap, they're screwed. Yeah. But the first thing, that, that that's just a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> no, no, I get it. And technically, I'm sure you could explain it in a way as in she's in shock. She's never had this seatbelt on. Right. You know, yeah. she's panicking. People make mistakes. Um, but just, uh, you know, as the directors of 
Captain America, Winter Soldier, Civil War, mm-hmm. and Avengers Infinity War and Endgame said they wanted to make Winter Soldier uh, honest trailers proof. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, I I get that. I've had that a lot through movies. I haven't had it with this one, specifically this thing, but um, I, I already mentioned later on him swinging around the Statue of Liberty's thing, like that not actually oh, yeah. the laws of physics. Like, I had that as a kid. <laughs> so, now, I get it. Now, uh, speaking of honest trailers proof, I think Screen Rant... Um, I think they had the Russo brothers on like a, a like a segment of a show. Um and I think they mentioned that. Or I it, it is Screen Rant that does the Screen Rant or Screen right? Junkies. Oh, Screen Junkies. Yeah. I think. Yeah, they they did have them on later. <laughs> that yeah. And, <laughs> and uh also the writers, that, I believe. Oh yeah. That's, uh, like, I I was surprised they even did it, but, you know, they're, like, really nice guys, so that's pretty that's pretty cool of them. Yeah, anyone who likes those directors for those four movies I mentioned, if you haven't already, they're not on it, but they were heavily involved in Community, and they say mm-hmm. said recently they'd be happy to come back uh, and do the movie. Um, but watch, look up Community, Table Read, Zoom slash with me or something you know Mm -hmm. Uh, the cast of community came together and reunited to do a reading of a season five episode five script and it was great they got uh pedro pascal who's the mandalorian and he's the bad guy Um. in uh the upcoming wonder woman 1984 and he's also a character agent whiskey and statesman or kingsman 2 the golden circle uh he came on to read for Walton Goggins part because he wasn't available and it's just great there's three videos of it there's one script reading then there's an extra Q&A and then there's a, a video after all of that on the darkest of timelines podcast it's so fun check it out that's a side tangent wait and you said the you said the Russo brothers were are, are, are a part of that they no? were a part of community, community they their okay. biggest things that they were known for were like the pilot i believe and a lot of episodes of arrest development and community and it was community Mm -hmm. and possibly arrest development that got the attention of like kevin feige to ask them if they'd be interested in the winter soldier and at that point the script was pretty far along so they they really liked it and they added to it Um, what's crazy uh you know what were you saying uh but yeah, they, they've been the number one people that uh, have been asked if they'd come back for the community movie because six seasons in a movie, and if you don't understand that reference, once you watch the show, it'll be made clear. They're the awesome. people who were directing on that show that have most been asked if they'd come back and direct the movie. Dude, that's dope. Like, um, a funny... Um... And Russo for anyone story. listening, that was uh, that was the oven being heated for my roommate. Uh, nice in the episode. Uh, if you were wondering about that beat, but uh, did you have anything else? Uh, we'll be oh. done in one. <laughs> we're wrapping up really quick. Do you have anything else for this minute? My roommate really wants oh, to make some food. No, not for this minute. It was just a fun, <laughs> uh, funny story. I got a chance to work with the Russo brothers, um, and uh, you worked Tom with the Holland. Russo brothers. 
Yeah, Russo Brothers and Tom Holland. Uh, I was cast uh, this past December. Uh, and I, in Cherry. Yeah. Right? And okay, I, pa- I dro- pause that story because this is, this is something <laughs> I don't want to rush. Go put in your food. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. that has me so excited! Alright, I'm gonna stop while there's background noise before we uh, yeah. finish the story. Alright. Okay, for anyone listening or watching, uh, my roommate just put in a pizza and I didn't want to rush this next part. He did respond to me talking about uh, the Roadster story, saying that he always puts his seatbelt on before he goes fast, so he will survive if I. I can't have a roadster, which is like a one in a million chance of me ever having that kind of money. But, oh my God, you're in a Russo Brothers movie with Tom Holland and Cherry. I hate you and I love you. And God, (laughs) (laughs) please tell the story. Well, it's not really too spectacular. Like uh, my uh, agent or whatever sent me sends me all this bullshit all the time and I always read for stuff and then I get like commercials or I get independent films or I get like, you know, non-speaking roles and stuff like that. And she's like, yeah, you know, read for this. And it was like, there was no title to the script and it was just like a little piece of it. So I read for it and it was a drill sergeant and I was like, yeah. So I did my best and, and like three weeks went by and they were like, they don't want you for a drill sergeant. They want you for like uh, an owner of a shoe store. And I had no idea what movie this was. I thought it was some bullshit, like, like independent film in Detroit or something. And uh, so they were like, okay, you got it. And then it was one line. So I was like, oh, okay, how much are they paying me? And then she told me the number. I'm like, for one line, I'm getting paid that much. So then like, you want to say how much you got paid? I don't, but okay. (laughs) <laughs> no, Will you tell me privately, was, uh, just so I, just so by uh, yeah, jock and yeah, yeah, cool it, it, yeah, no, no, it, it wasn't that much. But for one, li- I will tell you, for one line, it was a little over, <laughs> and uh, I, um, so yeah, what happened was is like, like two weeks go by, and then I look up the movie because they gave me the name, and I was like, there's no way this is it. So I did more and more research and more and more research. And I'm like, oh, that's it. So uh, another month goes by. I go, I get to Cleveland. I get into my hotel. I get my fitting and everything. And then uh, the I didn't go to sleep the night before because I was so nervous. And then, uh, I was going to say, and, like, I wouldn't have looked it up because I, I would totally but, crack under that pressure knowing that. Dude, it was crazy. So then I go at 5 a.m. I had to get my tattoos covered up because my artist, he, he didn't sign the release form in time. So, um, yeah, I, I, I get in the trailer and, and I see all these like headshots of the actors that were in there before me and they're, and like, I didn't realize John Mulaney's in it. Like there's so many. John Mulaney's uh, in it? Yeah. Pooch Hall. Like, uh, just a lot of actors are in this film. So then we get to set and it is like, and I can't really say anything about what the set looks like or anything, but it was pretty freaking cool. So then like. I we I, I get in there and my contact she brings me in and she's introducing me to everybody just the entire crew, and like there's this guy he's like sitting on an iPad like he's like on his iPad and he's sitting in the corner and then we walk up to him and it's um it's Anthony, no no it was, <gasps> it, was it was Anthony and he was like oh hey how's it going and I was like oh I'm Wolf and then Joe walks in and uh, 
I shook his hand and then they just gave me the rundown and they were the some of the most friendly people that I've ever met. And then so we were waiting for Tom to get there. Yeah, we were waiting for Tom to get there because um, uh, he Tom, I don't think Tom was staying. I don't think Tom got his makeup on at at base camp. I'm not sure. But Tom finally showed up and Tom was really, really nice. And we got into costume and they were like, we're going to run this scene a couple times. Um, And then we're going to get right into it. We're going to do about 40, about 40 takes. Uh, So me and Tom. I've just been going through. The IMDb, <laughs> as you've been talking, looking like every shot, like there's been some, no offense to anyone else, but there's been some people who are African-American, but the photo is like wide and you can't see him. So I'd be like, wait, it doesn't say Wolf, but is that him? No, no, no. no it's no, not. So, <laughs> and so, I, see, so, I see your picture clear as day. It looks exactly oh, you like do? a okay. profile picture. Uh, yeah, are so. you shoe store boss? Yes. Uh, nice, because so, I went back past someone who was like a sergeant or something in the military. I was like, nope. Yeah, there. Yeah, like I think I originally auditioned for <laughs> I forget which drill sergeant, but um, it, the I mean it, it's yeah it was it was pretty. I still can't believe that I was on the set with those people, but I mean I was so nervous, but uh, I don't. It was you. a it was it, it drill was a real, sergeant Deco. I, I don't know exactly because when they send you the the sides or like or the scene to audition for, like there's literally no information on anything. It's just like the, it's just the line and it, and just the, you know, like a, like the archetype like a drill sergeant. So so I had no so like they don't want anything to leak or anything like that. Uh, That's but, amazing. I mean, it was a fantastic experience. The Russo brothers were were so friendly and patient, and you know, and between each take, uh, um, Joe would you know walk up and you know he would say you know instead of saying what's on the page, I want you to say it like this, but you know do it you know this way, or maybe you know walk up to him and then ignore him, or you know they were just very they're very patient and they worked with me because they knew I'm not some like huge actor or whatever. Uh and man, I mean it was just fantastic. Uh and uh you know, I mean cuz like you really you really don't know what to expect. You know, especially seeing people on TV all the time. You don't know what to expect, but you know, um Anthony and Joe and Tom, they were like they felt like family. They were so friendly to me. Like it was, ah. it was awesome, but, but I mean, I, uh, so, uh, Matthew, I forget what the, so it, the, he's the producer of that, the, of the newest Vin Diesel movie, Matthew Rhodes, I believe his name. Is it Matthew? The, I think uh, it's Matthew are Rhodes. you talking about, uh, Bloodshot or? Bloodshot. Yeah. So, um, the Hideaway Entertainment is what Matthew Rhodes owns and, um, uh let's see where was i even going with that um uh, i can't even remember where i was going with it it was probably about the you know the casting process or whatever, did you want but... to do like another project with you or something no 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 no. it was it was nothing like that but um oh i know where i was going um so there was a q a on on instagram live and you know so i asked a question about um you know um uh, marketing independent films or something like that, but someone else, some like a complete stranger, asked 
about the release of the film and he was just like dude due to whatever's going on in the world you know we can't say but hopefully uh we get to see it and i mean if you if you see me on camera and you blink you might miss me because i'm only on camera for a second but yeah dude, it was a very care. fun I, experience i i dude, remember like, um my daughter's like great uncle or something he uh, auditioned for a role in a very Harold and Kumar Christmas. Oh. This really tough uh, guy who just came out of prison. And have you seen that film? Yeah, was it the wait? Was it um, the guy who was talking about the cock meat sandwich or whatever? Or no? No, uh, that may have been the second one. Well, I don't. I don't remember. No, no, no. Uh, it's the one with Danny Trejo, and oh, okay. uh, the cousin or nephew or no, the cousin of like his soon-to-be wife or something just got out of prison, and my daughter's great uncle on her mother's side auditioned for that role. But to give you some context, like this guy was like cut from Danny Trejo cloth, kind of thing. Oh. He has a broken foot. He's going around, but he's like. He's just someone for Harold to be scared of. And my daughter's great uncle is a very strong, flamboyant gay man with a lazy eye. Oh. And uh, he's... This will come into... This will be important for later in the story. But he's not mentally challenged or anything. Mm. Um... Instead, they wrote another character for him whose whole thing is, when you watch the movie, Danny Trejo's like, where are the Christmas decorations? And he comes up and he goes, I don't know, Dio, my eyes all fucked up. And that's his role. And what you see later in the film, in that scene, is him in the background like this. And if you're listening on audio, he's he's nursing his face and looking at Danny Trejo like, what and so i saw the film with him and the guy who played that uh, the character he auditioned for they're both in chicago and it's mm-hmm. a 3d only film and because he has the lazy eye he couldn't use 3d glasses so his oh. big premiere he's seeing the whole film fuzzy which is a oh my god but the reason why he's nursing his cheek in the background is because in the scene after he says that danny trejo smacks him so he got smacked by Danny Trejo. Dude, I want to get smacked by a bunch Danny of times <laughs> And got to talk to him and get advice about the business. Now, the reason I pointed out that he had a lazy eye earlier and that he's not mentally challenged is I guarantee mm-hmm. some test audience was like, you can't slap a mentally challenged guy oh, on camera. Oh, yeah. Just because he does have the lazy eye, which is, hasn't stopped him. You know, right, yeah. he's like Heck Tina yeah. Fey and her face cut. Yeah, it was yeah. stopping him. Um, and I'm like, ah, oh, you guys probably had the 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 right idea. Your heart was in the right place, mm-hmm. but it's not a deleted scene. It's nowhere to be found. We can never see my daughter's great uncle getting smacked by Danny Trejo. Dang. And Dang if that's not a crime. <laughs> I know, right? Dude, I, I mean, mean like, like, you know, 
I loved Glee, and there's a great character with Down syndrome who's a cheerleader, mm-hmm. and she's amazing. I never want to see her get smacked on Glee. You know, oh, first story. No. I don't want that. Yeah. Our hearts are in the right place. Their hearts were in the right place. But given the whole context and the truth, oh, oh. Like that, that, that is my new goal. I want to get slapped by Danny Trail. I want to go full method act. I want to be like, Danny, please do not hold back. I don't care if we do 150 takes. You better get okay. me. You know? But now I'm so excited to see Cherry and see Dude, you. You know, it's crazy. Uh, like, I mean, I know nothing about the film outside of, you know, what I did for those uh, days or whatever. But, like, by the way they... Uh, we're talking about it. I'm like, this is this is this is going to be a game changer, especially for. I mean, because like Tom Holland is a really good actor, yeah. and it's like in in this role, you know what I were kind of like. I mean, like from. I mean, this is. I mean, I'm not like I have no insider information or anything like that. Uh, but from what I um, hear in interviews, and so like the day after. Uh, I was shooting that stuff. Tom was on Jimmy Kimmel or something like that. And he said it's about, you know, heroin and stuff like that. So, well, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be sort of like a military version of like that show Euphoria, where it just dives right into Ooh, substance abuse. Euphoria, Euphoria is dark. So, I need yeah. to find an HBO password. I've been looking for yes. one for months. But, uh, all right, so yeah, Tom Holland is an amazing actor. The first film I ever mm-hmm. saw him in was The Impossible, with The Ian Impossible Berger and Naomi Watts. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Mwah. That was a while ago. Yeah, Mwah. amazing. I film. didn't. You you know what film I want to see? I want to see the one where him and Chris Hemsworth are on that boat or whatever. It's like the uh, you know what I'm talking about. Like it's like it takes place uh, back in the day. All right, just a second. Alright, so we cut a little bit because my roommate got his pizza, and I looked it up. The movie you were talking about is In the Heart of the Sea. In the Heart of the Sea, yeah. I want to see that one, so yeah. Which was directed by Ron Howard. It does have Tom Holland and a bunch of other people, <laughs> mm-hmm. you notice. But, um, what else was I going to say? That, that's amazing. Everything I know about Cherry is, it's a film about the opioid crisis. The Russo brothers have been personally affected by it. Um mm-hmm. The opioid crisis leads people to go toward, just factually, go to heroin's as cheaper and more accessible option because they don't mm-hmm. need a doctor's note and opioids are just so overpriced and people get prescribed opioids when they don't need it. Like there, I forget which state there was, but at one time there were more opioid prescriptions than citizens in the state or oh, civilians. Wow. Um and they wanted to make a really personal story, and they went to Tom after doing the Infinity War movies, or the Avengers movies, and oh, I'm just very excited. After uh, Spies in Disguise, which looked garbage, and actually I think it's a little better than Onward, which looked mm. amazing, it, I'm surprised. Him and uh, Tom Holland and Will Smith doing spies in disguise i have faith in like stuff like cherry of course because joe and anthony russo are involved mm-hmm. and then even uncharted the uncharted prequel that he wants mm. that he will be doing with mark Wahlberg and sony ironically since mark Wahlberg was going to play the title character of uncharted at one point 
Uh, but now he'll be. Wait, you so mean like? Wait, you mean Nathan Drake Uncharted? Uh, Tom Holland will be Nathan Drake. He approached oh, wow. Sony years ago with the idea of doing an Uncharted prequel since they kept starting and stopping doing the Uncharted movie with Mark Wahlberg as Nathan Drake. Uh, but now oh, Nathan, yeah. uh, now Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg is going to be Sully, I think. Okay. Is that the... I only played Uncharted so, yeah, 2 like years ago. Yeah, Sully is the older, the old gentleman. Yeah, that's... Dude, yeah, that's going to be uh, fantastic. Yeah, that was his idea and it, it was... You know, clever because then you're not beholden to the video games as much. Uh, mm-hmm. and you can be a little more creative with the story, but oh man, this has been a giant episode, and yes. I love it. And oh my god, you're in a Joe and Anthony Russo movie! I'm so Dude, excited. This is I still can't believe it to this day. I'm like I I, I like at night I like I'm just sitting there watching TV and I'm like. I really got a chance to work with those guys, man. But yeah, you know, I mean, I doubt they're ever going to like, I mean, if they do listen to this or whatever, shout out to them. They were fantastic. Uh, and yeah, dude, it, it was an incredible experience. I mean, the whole, the whole crew, they were just so warm and inviting. And it's just like, it's, it was fantastic. It really, uh, yeah, we know, start it kind of exceeded my expectations. Hmm? <laughs> We gotta start the hashtag along with six seasons and a movie and hashtag and a movie for the community movie. Uh, hashtag Wolf Hogan in the movie. <laughs> we need to get you into the community movie too. But uh, uh, that's uh, and just to remind everybody, this whole podcast started because I went on a Facebook page that we're a part of called "You Can't Handle the Movie," and I really was just because I was planning the Bond and MCU podcast. I was like. Uh, I wanted to see if anyone would actually be interested in it as a concept. And you added X-Men. And then mm. I was just like, all right. Mm. He, uh, I almost a- asked somebody else because they voted for it. I, oh, yeah. I don't know if you voted for it, but you added it to the list. And I almost went to them and I was like, would you like to do it? I was like, wait, wait. Oh, they didn't. This person didn't create it. Wolf did. Let me ask him. And you were just like, Yeah. Let's do this. Right. And now I know somebody yeah. in a Joe and Anthony Russo movie. I'm geeking out so much. It's a, this it's is a awesome. small world, you know? <laughs> oh, just all the serendipity of this. Yeah. They, <laughs> that's awesome. I've, I've Now every time, including this outro, I'm just going to be like, uh, after you say Wolf Hogan, I'm going to be like, cast member of a Joe and Anthony Russo movie. <laughs> acclaimed, acclaimed actor. Um, you gotta when we see your you in the movie we gotta count how many words make it into the movie and then divide the money you made (laughs) (laughs) highest paid actor on this podcast three hundred dollars a word (laughs) (laughs) all right cool beads ah thank you for sharing that this is oversized but i mean i hope everyone understands why oh Uh, heck yeah this has been minute 20 I'm Brian. I'm Wolf. The acclaimed actor in a Joan Anthony Russo movie. <laughs> and <laughs> Countdown to Buy Bald Head 1. Mm-hmm.